0: Going. So today's dab is Daf Kufa of page 101, 101 in Maseches Yavamas, and we pick up from the very top words of Maseches of uh, Daf Kufa Aleph. Here we go. It's the two dots. What was the case? You have a woman who's married to two husbands. Yeah? You have a woman who's married to two husbands. We're fine? Yeah, yeah. I just missed the last few lines. And, sorry about that. No, no, it's fine. And um, they were both Kohanim. And she married them within three months of each other, and they have a child. That was the case of the Mishnah So this child is a kohen. We just don't know who his father is And therefore since we don't know who the father is We don't know which family of kaihanim He is part of So there's going to be ramifications Halakh ramifications first of all as far as Who's your daddy? Yeah as we're going to see as the Gemara is going to start What happens if he curses one of them? What happens if he hits one of them? Yeah what happens if he hits both of them? Right? So some fascinating halach as far as that's concerned, and then we're going to get a little bit back into the mishmaros as well. In the times of the Mishkan and Beis Hamikdash, the Kohanim worked in various mishmaros. Where, where does he fit in? So here we go, and that's going to take us to the end of the parak. We'll start the twelfth parak today. Let's get going. If both husbands were Kohanim, etc. He hit one of his potential papas. and then he hit the other potential papa. All right, what happens? Or he curses one and then curses the other one. Or he curses them both out within Teich Yeah. Or even not Teich You could say, some of the people explain, huh? Yeah, you could just say my father. Right? You could just if you use the word instead of saying you, you could use the word my father. Or right? he God should should uh bleep him, bleep him, bleep him my father. Okay, whatever. So, alright, so he so Kilo Snaim Basagas, or he hits both of them in one time, which means with one kayak, he takes a baseball bat, and with one swing of the bat, he's able to nail both of them. Okay. Chayav, the aloha is, he's chayav. You're obligated, because we know for sure you, you popped your papa. All right? Now, Rabbi Huda Oimer says, huh? What? Misa, if there's Uh-oh. witnesses, okay. Rabbi Huda Oimer Rabbuta says, is chayav. if he hits them at once, then he's chayav, but it's one after the other. Then you're a potter. Now this gets into a fascinating conversation. And the reason why you would be potter is this touching on a topic called um, Azhara Misafik. Can, in order to be chayev on something, obligated to something, you need to have a certain warrant. Somebody has to warn you with witnesses that, what's, that what you're about to do is going to cause a consequence. Nobody could do that to him. Because you can't give a proper warning anymore. Any warning you give him is only a suffix warning. It's only a doubtful warning. You don't know for sure that he's going to suffer those consequences because maybe it's not really his father. Okay? So therefore, if it's one after the other, you're cool. You're totally fine. Could, could you say the argument that... I like the Ashar thing, but you say, all right, I hit, you know, I hit him... And- Rabbi Arbinski is pointing out that either way, right, he's going to be able to... There's also the response... Uh, anytime you point to, which is why that's her itself is a suffix, because right. he can always give, uh, he can always give that response. As the Gemara question, but we rise says, if let's say he hits both of these men who are potentially his father, even if he does it at once, you're putter. Says the Gemara, tretanayelib Yehuda, in the opinion of Reb Yehuda. Now, our Brisa, which, which, which quoted Reb Yehuda to say that if in one's whack, you clapped both potential fathers, your chayev makes sense. Because we know for sure you drew blood from your father. What would be the sevara? What would be the logic that with one whack you make both men bleed and he's gonna be putter? He's not gonna be obligated. What's the logic there? It says Come on, timeout, demand the gummar. My the potter. What's the reason for the one who says that you're not gonna be obligated? says the Gamar Namar bracha, bracha lemalo. use the word blessing above and use the word blessing below. Now the word bracha over here very often I believe the word is a euphemism is you use the wrong word because you don't want is am I saying it right? Yeah. Be, because you don't want to say the right you don't want to explain. Like very often when we talk about something bad that can potentially happen to claw Yisrael, we'll say the enemies of Yisrael. So it says the word bracha Which the word blessing means cursing Over here And it says by parents You're not allowed to curse out your parents Using God's name And also you're not allowed to curse out God Right? You're not allowed to curse out God Just like the prohibition Of, of um, cursing out Baruch Hu, Is there's there's nobody else That's possibly Partnering in the curse in other words, you say it like this I'm cursing out God. Well, let me ask you a question. How many gods are there? One. No, I was referring to two gods. What's the response? Ain't no thing. You're making it up. So, just like the bracha when it comes to Abish hey, comes, Bracha was only one, so too, so too, when you curse out, even if you say, My father should be cursed, and that could apply to both, we say, No, 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 no. Says, not. that's not. A, that's not you're not going to be obligated. You know why? Because the only time you're obligated is when it's a type of curse. That's like Hashem. That's not Shaykh. Not possible to have any, any connotations of partnership. But when you use the word father, you're giving off connotations of partnership because it could apply to two people. There's two potential fathers. Hence, that's not even called a curse. And therefore, you're pater. What about hitting? And then we compare the laws of hitting to the laws of cursing. They go hand in hand. So the same way, when it comes to cursing out, it doesn't there's not gonna be a chiv if it could apply to more than one entity, hence the fathers, so too by a hit, if you hit even the, even if you did a bivazakas, we know for sure you hit your father. But since there were partners creating the possible prohibition or the definite prohibition, there's not going to be a chiv, there's not going to be an obligation. Period. End of that Gemara. Okay. Then we said, remember, this woman married two Kohanim one month after the other. So we know that both father, that this, this child is certainly a Kohen. We just don't know um, which family he's part of. So we said, what happens, you know, by the base of Mikdash? If you have one mishmar of one father, the other one of the other father, right? What, what do you do? So here we go. Says, says, um, uh, so Before we say the Gemara The Mishnah had told us He could work in both Mishmaros However He does not get any of the uh, Matnas Kahuna Any of the parts of the karbonos That the Kohanim get Because the Kohanim, each family could say You're not part of, well we don't have to share our steaks with you Yeah, maybe you're part of another family Another family will say that maybe your steaks uh, Maybe you're another family And therefore he doesn't get, he doesn't get any dinner so he gets to be part of the Mishmar. He could do the Avada because every Kohen is really mutter to do the Avodo. We just broke up into Mishmaros for, uh, for um, Shalom, you know, for the sake of Shalom. But if you ever needed a relief pitcher, they could certainly bring in relief pitchers. Um, but as far as the meat, he didn't get meat. Says the Gemara, This is such a Helega Gemara. Listen to this. Says the Gemara, If you're not going to give him meat, why would he come work in the base on mikdash He's not going to be like everybody else. It's not fair. You know what the Gemara asks? With a good Jewish question. You know what the Gomorrah answers? With a good Jewish question. Lama You want to know why a guy's going to come work in the basic... You know why somebody's going to come to shul? Because there's kiddush? Yeah? You know what JFK means in a text message? A rabbi texts his congregant, Are you coming to shul? The congregant texts back, JFK. Just for kiddush. It's coming just for kiddush. Yeah? OMG, oh my gosh, JFK, just for kiddush. Yeah? What? O M H. What's oh, that? Oh my Hashem. Oh my Hashem. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he's only coming for kiddush. Says the Gemara. lama Ayla. You want to know why the kain's uh, why the going to go to the base of Mikdash? Because you know uh, some people don't come to shul for kiddush. Mm. They come to shul to be an anavah Hashem. So this, you, you think this child is not going to come just because he's not going to eat steak? Come on. He's gonna come anyway, says Gamari, you're right. That wasn't my question. That wasn't my challenge. Ella rather Allah like a tani. Allah Ayla Balkarhi. You know what we're saying? Very interesting. We know he wants to come, but the halacha actually is we force him to come. And the question is, why should we force him to come? Why should we force him to come? Amra Incredible. Now a regular Kayan, let's say he calls him sick. He calls a sick, he doesn't show up to the on HaMikdash. Okay, this guy's got to show up. You know why? Beautiful. Mishun Pagam Mishpacha. Because if he doesn't show up, it's going to cause a Pagam Mishpacha. People are going to think he's part of a specific family, and he's not going. Maybe there's a problem with the whole family uh, no longer being fit to serve in the on HaMikdash. And since it can ruin the reputation of the actual Mishmaris, each Mishmar could say to him, You better show up and serve so people don't say that members of our Mishmar are lazy and members of our Mishmar have a problem with their lineage or members of our Mishmar don't like serving in the Beis Amigdash. You better get your carcass over here, get into the Beis Amigdash, and the other family members can, can uh, twist his arm till he says, Uncle, to come serve in the Beis Amigdash so it doesn't look bad on them. Okay? Another beautiful message. Message number one is. JFK. J- yeah, you don't don't. Come, nobody comes to shul J.F.K. We come J.F.D. Uh, just for Davin Yeah, no, just, for the just for Joshua Just for Okay. 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 Yeah. But one message is that nobody comes to shul just for the meat, right? You come to to be an avodah And the second message over here is that your actions are not do, are not handled in a silo. Don't think that if I don't come do the avodah, it doesn't have an impact on anybody else. It sure does. The way that I act as a Kayin, as a Yid, as a person represents everybody else in the Mishpacha, everybody else in the Jewish family, and therefore, yeah, uh, other Yidin can compel me to do the right thing. You don't, you don't allow a person to draw a hole in a ship just because it's in his room. That's it. We're all, okay, beautiful. Let's keep going. <speaking in Spanish> Let's say both husbands, both the first husband and second husband, were both for, from the same Mishmar. So this guy, this child, we don't again, we don't know who the father is, but we know which mishmar he's part of. Because no matter who the father is, we know when they're coming to work in the make hamikdash, what week they're going to be there. So then, mishad Allah is he's a lauti, because either way, no matter who his father is, he we know he's entitled to a portion. Okay, my shina shnei mishmar is deloy. It says why is it different? You know, when the two potential fathers were in two different groups, we said he cannot take food. Why? Why don't you get food? I'll tell you. He's going to show up with one family's Mishmar, doing and he's going to want to eat. You know what they're going to say to him? Eat, eat uh, next time. And then he goes next time and say, you should have eaten before. Or you eat next time. Ask the Gemara, Mishmar Echad Nami, Why Because that's their financial rights. That's how Kohanim are, are so to speak, paid. Why isn't, so if he's part of the family, then why not he good? In, in which case? When they're from the same Mishmar? Yeah. Oh, no, when they're in the same Mishmar, they do get. That's, that's what we're saying so far. Only The example we just gave is if in two Mishmaras. Yeah. Each Mishmar will say to him, go eat, go eat with the other one. Go eat with the other one. You can't prove that you get meat from us. <laughs> He's working with them. With who? Both. With he, both. He's working with both mishmaras. That's right. He works with both mishmaras, but he can't eat by either. Okay? However, if there's one mishmar, both fathers were from the same mishmar, then we said he could eat. But the Gemara is going to challenge that as well. It says the Gemara, of l'hai beisav umat chulei, v'azol base of umat each family can push him to the other uh, base of within the Mishmar. Okay, now here's how it works. Thank, thank you, Hashem Farashi, Big Bal Chesed. Let, let's explain. The Kohanim were split up into 24 various Mishmaros, groups, watches. Each Mishmar worked at least two weeks a year, brought it up to 48 weeks, and then they would have a lottery to figure out the last four weeks of the year. Okay. That's how it was done. Now within each Mishmar, not every Kohanim worked every day. So you had a whole group of Kohanim that were supposed to work shabbos to shabbos. Okay? Here's what they did. They would split up that Mishmar into six parts. What's called a base av. Different family specific families would actually do the avoda do the service on a different day within the mishmar and any sacrifices that came in that day you got to eat from okay it is so now according to that setup this kid is back to the same problem because granted his fathers in the same mishmar but they're certainly from different families they're different people so, if one worked on Monday and one worked on Tuesday, the Monday family could say to him, "Go eat Tuesday." And when he shows up to work Tuesday, why can't they say to him, "You should have eaten on Monday"? Even with, even if they're they're in the same mishmar, he should not be allowed to eat. Ask the Gemara. Amr Papa. So, if Papa says, last step for our pera, kamar. This is what the Mishnah means. You're right. The only time he could eat is if both fathers were actually from the same exact Beisav. They worked the same day of the week. Okay? But it's a classic example of how this is possible. Um, you have a, you know, a woman who, who marries uh, a Kohen and then she goes and, and marries the Kohen's first cousin. And the Beisav of that day just goes back one generation. All you need is the Zaydah. They come from the same zeda and they're all Mishpachah. And then this kid comes around, so that's when we say he's allowed to take a portion. But the truth is, if they wouldn't, if they wouldn't be working the same day, he would still not get any meat. Hadron alach naisen hadron alach naisen hadron alach naisen al. I'm sorry, al haanusa. to to uh, to uh, everybody. Finish the eleventh uh, parak, or will be finishing shortly. And now we begin the 12th Heliga parak of Yevamus. Okay. Now this parak this is going to be like such clarity for us, this parak, Such clarity. Let's talk for a moment. There's something that fascinatingly we've barely touched on in the first hundred blot of our Masech. You know what that is? Chalitza. We said... We know what a Yavoma, you know how you, you, know, you do yibum. If you don't want to do yibum, you do Chalitza. If I ask you right now, a hundred blot into Yavamas, many of us, if I ask you what's a Yavoma, what's a, you know, what's a, what's a, um, uh, uh, a Tzara, what's a basic foundational, uh, everybody could answer that by now, right? If I ask you, how do you do Chalitza? YouTube. Huh? YouTube? There's a video on how to do Chalitza? Really? <laughs> who does it? It's okay, I don't need to watch it now. <laughs> but what, uh, there's a, a Rebbe that did it. Yeah, it was, I think it was a Okay. Alright. So, uh, the Rebbe says, uh, YouTube. Or Google. Yeah, uh, or Google. Or Google, okay. No those of us who want to stay a little kosher over here. Yeah? <laughs> how do we, how do we uh, learn Khalitza? How do we learn Khalitza? How do you do it? Rabbi Rabbi Khalid Oh, nice. All right. Very cool. All right, so how do you do Khalid? Let's get going over here. So that's our Mishnah. It's very geshmach, very geshmach a Mishnah. Ready? Let's go. Says the Mishnah, "Mitzvah Halitza day The Mitzvah Halitza is with you need to have three men had You don't need to be the biggest, you know, you, you don't need to be the biggest rabbanim. Just three knowledgeable men on even on an elementary level. You just have to be aware of the ideas. Okay, and how the process, how it works, but you don't it doesn't need to be, you know, uh, some some uh Okay. cholza so biminal. See here we go. She if she does chalitza with a shoe which is called a minnow. Okay. What's a, what's a minnow? A minnow is a little bit of a softer type of sandal, we'll call it. Chalitza k'shira, it is a kosher chalitza. Now usually when the Mishnah uses this expression, that means like it's okay, but it's not like, you know, it's not like uh, recommended. It's like, ah, oh, it's kosher. It's kosher, but it's not, uh, it's not ideal as we're going to see in Mertzah But Ba'anpilya, let's say she does chalitza with an anpilya, which is a sack, some sort of sack, like a pullover, you know, we'll, we'll, Gemara also will explain what this is that is not a chalitza you have to know what's the difference between a sh. when does something get changed from the name sock to the name shoe it's interesting interesting conversation right because uh, in, there wasn't always uh, leather soles and rubber soles on the bottom of shoes people's socks sometimes were like their shoes right so okay chalitza kasher. if she did chalitza with a sandal that has an heel, so that's kosher if it doesn't have a uh he uh, a, a soul thank you that's right right the, the sole under the heel so that is puzzle you need to have a you need to have a soul if it's a type of shoe that's worn beneath the knee very interesting okay so then it is kasher now rashi says this is referring to an amputee an amputee somebody doesn't have a foot. So let's say you needed to do Chalitza, he's the husband, he's the Yavam, and Chalitza needed to be done. So as long as he had enough leg where he, had, he something could be put beneath the knee, it's still called Chalitza, still called his foot, and it's going to be kosher. There's no such thing as Chalitza. Okay, so what are you going to do? You're stuck. Unless another brother could do Chalitza, you're stuck. You just can't do chalitza. Okay. Chol tz'o b'sandl she'en What happens if chalitza was done with a sandal, with a shoe, that's not his. It wasn't owned by the other. Alright? So do you have to actually own the shoe or not? What do you say? Says the Mishnah. I, I'm sorry, but we'll see in a moment. We're going to see that it's fine. But I sandal shall Or you have a sandal made out of wood. You have a wooden shoe. Or let's say it was on the wrong foot. The halacha is in all these cases, it's going to be a kosher, it's going to be a valid Khalitza. Um, Alright. Also the halacha is, if she did Khalitza with a shoe that was Way too big on him, but not big enough that he looked like he, his foot would fall out. It could even be a size 15 sneaker, you'll call it, yeah? But uh, he, uh, when he walks, he walks funny, but his foot doesn't fall out or it's too small, but he can get most of his foot in it, it's also valid. Also a kosher So it doesn't need to be a perfectly fitting shoe. Okay, here we go. Now that we said you could have any three men who do chalitza, um, if you look at the Mishnah, it says, Mitzvah's chalitza b'shloisha dayanam. Why did you to say b'shloisha dayanam? You just told me they don't need to be dayanam. They don't need to be judges. Mitzvah's chalitza b'shloisha. Zehu. So, it says, de shloisha le, uh, These three men need to know um, how to guide... The yavam and yavama along hadayanim like judges. You don't need to be a judge, but you have to know where to get the information and the information that need to be given over. with three hakras who know how to tell the, the yavam and yavama what to do like a judge would would be able to tell, to guide them. Reb bechamisha interestingly says chalitza needs to be with five but the bottom line is going back to our mishnah the way we're explaining uh, the question was why are you saying shleisha regular and then calling them dayanum? the answer is they need to be three people they themselves don't need to be there but they need to be able to guide the process along like a competent judge would be able to do my time at Tanakama. what's the reason for the tana Kama? now we have a dispute because Tanakama said how many judges do you need three the Behuda said five what's the reason you only need three the tiny to the prices of they would bring him to the elders. Shnayim, that's two. Elders is plural. Ve'im Bezden Shokul. And we know there's a rule. You're not allowed to have any Bezden with an equal amount of judges. It always needs to be an odd number. You know why? Huh? That's right. Since Akheri Rabbah you need to give a situation where it's capable of being a Rabbim. You can't... Uh, we don't allow um, a, uh, a split court. Is there such a thing on a Supreme Court? No, no yeah. is that purposely like that too? Yeah, there was a It has to be... Didn't have an eye because it had to be. Filled, but... so, uh, are you a dying? No. Nope. I'm dying for a good text. Oh, now. No, that's no. right. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Right, sorry, <laughs> it was too easy. My sif and aleihem, my sif and aleihem, my rechad. You add one to the two. I rekan so You have three. That's the tanakama. It would be two because there's a ziknim. We know it can't be two, so one more. It's got to be three. Reb Yehuda ziknei shnayim ziknim shnayim v'ehim bezdan shokol me'sifin aleihem ayrecha d'reikon hamisha. Okay, so he got you up to five. V'tanekama haiziknei mi'ofetli. He doesn't obviously doesn't darshan ziknei. So what else does he do with it? He boils the rabbiav filush leishah hadyaites. Needs to include Ziknei means it doesn't need to be dylonin, but three knowledgeable people. Rabuda, Yehuda hadyaites minali has Reb Yehuda no. That this Besden of chalitza doesn't really need a full throttle uh, dayonim He learns it out from the words le'enei, the in front of the zakenim. The Omar Mar that the chalitza is done in front of the eyes of the of these uh, zakenim Pratlasuman. It excludes blind blind uh, zakenim. And now that we're using the word to exclude sumim, you're not allowed to have the three people, uh, any member of the court who is blind. It's got to be automatically that you, we include You know why? Listen to this; i's incredible. incredible. Can you have a dayan, a Sanhedrin type of dayan, be blind? No, these are the Sanhedrin beings. Every time you mamish need somebody who are Dayanim like the Sanhedrin, I don't need to exclude blind people. You know why? Because a blind person was not allowed to serve on the Sanhedrin. The same way a Dayan needed to have utmost integrity. So to a Dayan cannot have any physical mum. He had, to be... he had to be perfect on his, and uh, no physical handicaps. And he also needed to be perfect with no uh, spiritual handicap. He needed to be uh, all in, top of homadvey. And as it says, everything is incredibly beautiful inside and outside, and there's no mom at all. So you see from here that a blind person cannot be a dying. So I don't need, so now it's interesting because the Tanakama told me, le'ene means you can't have a dying that's blind. Says the Gemara, I already know, you can't have that. No, the ahu le'enei mayav, let us do it le'enei. I know. Gemara, ahu del'chidra, ahu da'asadam ha mi puma diyavam. says, Rava that the Daionim need to see her, and now we're learning the process, we need her to see her spit towards the Yavam, with her reik, diksev le'enei hazekenim viarka. To the eyes of a the idach nami me So Reb also he needs la'inay to teach me uh, the halacha of rava. So how could he teach me La'ine means you don't need dayanim that it could be anybody. And the Gemara you're right. So if that's true, if we're right, so how does he know you don't need real dayanim anymore? We just took we just changed it. Yeah. It says me be yisrael 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 just means Jewish yisrael uh, yisrael kol Means that even a, a regular yid, the push of the yid, the regular guy, as long, again as long as he's knowledgeable, is uh, is going to be allowed to oversee chalitza the idach. And what about the tanakama? How Yisro? My overlay. What does he learn out from Yisrael? The the Bar be gerim. Chalitza cannot take place in a court of gerim. You hit us, not goyim, gerim. The judges of the court, even though it's Yisrael, they can't be converts. They can't be converts. Okay? Now, we're going to learn later, Merz Hashem, later on meaning probably, yeah, not probably, but tomorrow's daf. Okay? So uh, we're going to learn later that there are certain times where a, a uh, ger is allowed to be a dayan, and situations where not, Shmai and Avtalyan, yeah, the Rabbeim of Hill and Shammai, Right, one of the greatest uh, converts ever. They were one was the uh, one was the yeah. But there are certain cases, I guess, that he's not allowed to to rule on. All right. So when it comes to chalitza, it can't be a a, uh, um, a Bezdin of gear. The says no. It says uh, Yisrael again as far as chalitza is concerned, and that's how we know it can't be gear. The idach. And what about the other opinion? one time we have seen from Yavama came to do chalitza. The Yamar and it was said to us, "Anu kochem All of you should say, "This is the one whose shoe was taken off." The idach, Mi vinikra nafka, and the other one learns out from the name that the, the name of the deceased husband is uh, is called out, and therefore, um, since learned out from vinikra again, I don't need the other puzzle This is a classic Gemara The classic Gemara is going back and forth and trying to understand. You know, sometimes when you have a machikas, you think it's only you think it's only in one place and you don't realize the, the long term ramifications because in Taira there's perfect symmetry to everything. Everything's interconnected. The moment you want to change a drasha in one place, you gotta understand. So now what's the tachlis of that puzzle? What, what are you now gonna be using that word for? So let's keep going. We have another couple steps over here. It says Gamar Elamiata but um but uh now that we're going back to the original machlekes, remember what was the original machlekes in the Tanakh? Comment, Reb How many judges you need? Is it three, or is it five? So Elamianta, but now the Karushnayim, it says they shall call the and they should talk also. So the two, the two, Hachanami, so too. Um, over here, we should say, Reb Yehuda, Khan Tisha, Rebuhuda Yehuda should say, you need four more judges, than the original five, Rabbi uh, and the one who says three, now you got four more, so you're up to seven, so why is it three and five, it should be seven and nine, answers to the Gemara, last step over here, how, uh, as far as this specific topic, and then we'll keep going, on this Machlekes, they call to him, and they do not call, to the Shliach, okay, meaning, that if you want to create Chalitza, you cannot send the Shliach Bezdin. You can't send the Shliach Bezdin to call the oven. The Dibruwe love and they speak with him. It's not tell me how many judges. Incredible. Ready for this? They, they speak to him means we don't always encourage Ibn. They talk to him. And you know what they say to him? Says the Gemara incredible. <speaking> in <Hebrew> he's 20 and she's 119. the Bezdin's going to say to him, listen, Malacha <speaking in Hebrew> Eitzel, yeah, if he's young and she's old, or Huzakein, <speaking> <Hebrew> he's 119, Vihi <speaking in Hebrew> Yalda, and she's 12 we say to him, Malachai, it's all Yalda. It's past nisht. What are you doing? You need to you plan on marrying a baby? Yeah? You didn't marry a baby before? Malachai, it's all Zekena. Why do not want to marry somebody who's much older? They say about Rav Hirsch. Um, Rav Sh- I think it was Rav Shamshin or Ful Hirsch. He married a woman much older than him. It, it, it was... Um, Pesach Kron says this over, right? Yeah. It was, was it Rav Shamshin? Chavuz Chayim. Chavuz Chayim, maybe? I'm not sure He said I, I can't marry a child Right He married someone much older than him A good A, a decade A few a couple decades And they And they asked him why They said oh young He says He says for what I want to accomplish in my life I can't be married to a baby I need somebody who already has uh, You know A little A, a little experience About uh, About what they're going through Yeah So Alright You could have exceptions to this The Rebbe's wife was Yeah Much older or much, much younger much, much younger She was uh-huh. Okay. go find a, pro, a, a proper shidduch. don't bring shalom bias issues into your home meaning a love means not that there's two more judges who speak to him no the same judges speak to him and say I know you have a mitzvah such a beautiful message I know you have a mitzvah but sometimes it's the wrong place to do your mitzvah it's kedai to give up your mitzvah right now to not do um, something that's not the best for you in the long term. Now there's an interesting shaila whether the, this is a, this is big lumdas, big, uh, big 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 Is chalitza itself a mitzvah? Is chalitza itself a way to get out to, to in a kosher way remove it? Or itself a performance of a mitzvah? Alright, that's a shayla in and of itself. Right, Let's get going. Be, it Omar. Huh? How it should be a cana? My husband just died childless. That's it. So this young it's guy's it's paternal it's brother is just died, died childless. But My she's 50 years I old then. Uh, I gotta go back in Chazor. Okay. No the, the, the Mishnah calls it a mitzvah. Huh? The Mishnah calls it a mitzvah. What, Chalitza? No. Yeah. It says uh, the very first word of the Mishnah. Tell it's me. Okay, but that usually very good. But that doesn't usually what that means is the proper way to wow, do it. Okay. Yeah, it's very good. It's okay. uh, the bottom line is Allah is that it's done with three. You don't need a, you don't need a bezin of five. Hayo, the Sasamlaan Tanakhabasa, since the stam Tanavar Mishnah learned that number. Amalai Rabba Rav Nachman Rubba says to Rabnachman, Nachman, if that's true, Mionami. Mion as well, when a girl refuses the marriage when she becomes a gadayla, or any anytime before she becomes a gadayla, you should only need three. You you should need three, not only. Hamion Vakalitza Bishlay Shamina need three makenamin. If you're gonna say that's Takada Lakha, but I'm going to rise up Mion, Bishami Armin Bezdum Mumchim, your mammosh need expert mumchim two Um you know, who have uh top notch smich over here to um remove the marriage says no it could, uh, you could have momchem but you don't necessarily need that it could be anybody it could be any three they say "Meon is even okay in front of two people because they hold you don't need a Bezden for Mion all you need is aid yeah What's Mion? Mion is when a girl refuses the marriage that if she if let's say her mother and bro, her father let's say passed away her mother and brother marry her off so the rabbis allow that but she can refuse the marriage when she becomes a gadola. When she becomes an adult, she turns 12, she can just walk away and just uproot it con- uh, completely. She doesn't even need to get, she doesn't need divorce, just walk away. She's not a divorce then? Correct. Can she marry a queen? Uh That's a good question. L'chorah, yes. Yeah. The lachah is like the zug. What is, what is the Zug? Meaning not the Zug who speak But that all you need is a Zug A pair, a couple Meaning witnesses, all you need is witnesses Now, what do we see from here? That Mion and Khalitza Have different halachas The question is, why? Mion's also a Stam Mishnah And the Stam Mishnah says three If you're always going to follow the Stam Mishnah it should be just go straight That says the Gemara Hassam over there, Chadstama v'hacha treistami. Okay, when it comes to Miyan, there's one Mishnah that says you need three. But by Chalitza, there's two Mishnayos that say you need three. Hasham nami treistami. I don't know. There's two Mishnayos by Miyan as well. How do you know that the Tanan? Because we learned in a Mishnah. Miyano um, isha chalta b'fanov. If you or Chalitza, the lacha is Yisah ena mepnei shehu bezdin. Uh, she's allowed to get married Why? Because it was done In front of a Besden Okay Now What what, uh, what situation over here? The situation is That um, When you have a court Of three people So um, Which are, um, Whenever you, you find the word Besden Let's say it like this Whenever you find the word Besden It means that there's at least A minimum of three what happens if you have three people, they allow her to do mion, and after she does mion, she wants to marry one of the dayanim. Does that look like there's uh, some games going on over here? So Gemara says, No problem. He can marry her. You know why? Because he's part of a chevra. Since there's two other Dayanim that can outnumber him anyway, we don't it doesn't look bad. Doesn't look bad. Okay? So it says that but so we see, an, again, a Stam Mishnah, that meon needs three people. Sigmar says, You're right, there's two Mishnahis, and uh, but two, two Stam Mishnahis that say you need three, we don't follow, but three Stam Mishnahis, like Halitza, we do follow, says Sigmar, All right, oh, let's, let's, let's pause. Either way, we've got a number of Mishnayas telling us, you know, this is the Halacha, it's a Stam Mishnah, there's no specific... Um, opinion listed over here Mali Mali What's the difference What's the difference Come on Don't tell me It depends how many That's not the right way To go about this And the Gemara is going to agree That we're just Chasing our own tail So rather Says the Gemara like this Ella, Umar, rather, Rav Nachman Yitzchok says, "Hoyl ustam b'makom, uh, hoyl ustam b'makom machlekes." Since this is a stam mishnah in a place where we know there's a machlekes, there's already a machlekes about chalitza, and then you have a stam mishnah. Oh, that's how we know the tanan. That's, that's how we know the pasuk. The tanan with them to the mishnah. Sumicha zakenim begla rufa b'shleisha. and begla rufa. Both these halachas to have and halacha of when you have a when you have a, a fellow that's found dead in between two cities we go and we decapitate the calf whichever city it was closer to. So you need three. Uh, you need three dyanim. Divrei Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yehuda, Imer, Bechamisha. Rabbi Yehuda says, follow this opinion. Rabbi Huda says, Chamisha. Machlokes three or five. What about chalitza and mion? Three. Rabbeuha doesn't. Uh, doesn't say five. Shmamino. How do we Rabbi Yehuda? Shmamino. You see, Rabbeuha ultimately backed out. <coughs> he didn't stick this gun guns was five. hands. once the halacha, how many people do we need by mion? By, I'm sorry. How many people do we need by chalitza? Three. Givaldik. Ah, uh, how do you know? Maybe halachas of like That's five. What's the answer? Because Rebuta changed his mind. <laughs> So, you say, halacha is like somebody doesn't even have that opinion? He changes his mind. He also holds three. Hence, the halacha three. Okay. Amarava, rava, two dots, let's keep going, Gishmak. Rava says, Tzrichi Dayani Mikvah Duchtam. Before giving up Psaq halacha, the Dayonim should go ahead and say, chalitza takes place in the... base Medjish, for example. Chalitza should take place in the school. It should take place in the office. Whatever they have to establish a specific place for it to happen. Interesting. Why? Um, sorry, I lost the place. It says in the the Also, Hashara and they bring up the Yavama Hashara. They go to the 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 specific gate El Azakenim. To the Zakanim, which is interesting. What we're learning here is a new halacha, which is, even before the process starts, apparently there's like this schar halicha. The, the, uh, there's an integral part of going to the halitzah that needs direct intent. You can't just, oh yeah, here's a good spot, let's start. The going there also needs intent. Rapapa, veravuna, bereid Rav shua, avdi, ovdab, chamisha, rabb, and ravuna, the son of Rav um, gave a psaq, that chalitza should be done with five. Says the Gemara. One second. What did we just say? Nobody. Nobody said that opinion. Come on, K'Rab Yehuda. back down to that opinion. Says the Gemara. Lefarsume milso. You're right. They didn't really hold any five people for the bezdin. They held you needed three for the bezdin. But apparently, whatever the situation was. They felt having more dayanim there would make it more of a spectacle so more people would know that Halitza was done and everything's clear. If it would be three, it wouldn't be such a to-do because everybody's used to it. All of a sudden, people, oh, you heard? There was a best in the five. Why? What happened? Oh, because she had Halitza done. Oh. So everybody's now going to know the, the situation and, um, and um, either and uh, the hope with their shidduch prospects. As well, as Rashi points out. People, uh, they, they're they doing doing a woman of taiva. They're doing a woman of fame. Ravashi Iklo de Bey Ravkana, Ravashi went up to the house of Ravkahana, Amarle. Ravkahana said to Ravashi, Solik mar li gabon. A mar has uh, come to us. Le maluye be chamisha. Because he's going to help us have a bezdin of five. Um Ravkahana, Hava Kameed Rebbehuda. I was in of says, Tosak le zirza de Go, to, go, uh, toss, I'm sorry, um, yeah, go up to this bundle of wood, of uh, cunning's reeds, to get me more dayonim. Okay, he's basically telling him, you know, go over there, go over to the side, I need a couple more dayonim over here. And um, he was also, like we said earlier, you're establishing a set place where this is all going to happen. They said, "Why do you want five dyanim?" Amar leik, heichidif for the the same molsa. Rav Shmuel bar Yehuda have a koi kamed Rev Yehuda another story. rev Shmuel, the son of of the son of Yehuda, was standing in front of rev Yehuda. Amar and he said to him, "Sak tall is yours Go, uh, go to the place of the uh, bundles of reeds. Let's tarufi Khamisha to you know be part of a bezdin of five. Lefersume milsa, and he explained right away. You did not need to ask a question. He says, "Why lefersume milsa?" I'm Amar Lay. So I said to him, Tanita, we learned in the Mishnah, be Yisro, be Yisro, v'le bezin shogirin, v'anah Gerano." He says, I'm, I'm, a, "I'm a ger now, and therefore I shouldn't be. Uh, I shouldn't be part of this process." So now let's keep talking about the story because this is interesting. Did they really need him for the bezin? Why was he there? Lefersume milsa. Okay. So no. the, matter. To, the matter To publicize the matter Okay To publicize the um, The issue Okay Now there's a whole hawk over here There's a whole uh, swar over here That I You know If a ger Shouldn't be On the besden But here You really want, you only need three He's part of the additional ones That's a whole conversation Over here That once you're included in it Maybe you could still You know Once we're, we're adding The other two. Uh, yeah bar Yehuda, avid. huh? Roshmul bar Yehuda, yeah. His father is Yehuda. Okay. So he can't be a character Why not? Because his name should be Ben Abram. How do you know? That's what we do these days. Oh, that makes. But if this yes, guy right. good kasha, huh? Rashi's, by, no, Rashi's bothered by the question. Look at Rashi. Rashi's bothered by the question. Rashi says, yeah, no. if you look at uh, uh, this guy, yeah. huh, you uh, four lines to the bottom. Okay. His father converted and he took the name Yehuda, And he converted and his name was Shmuel. He took the name mm-hmm. Shmuel. So he became known as Shmuel Bar Yehuda. Yeah. Even though it's not really his father. Okay. okay. But you're the right. Nechonami. Very good Shmuel. Rashi is like, hey, that's exactly why Rashi has to say that. Because otherwise, very good. Five people He's the son have, of a... Yeah. Five people have been asked to join the Baistun. Yeah. To inform the Baistun. All right. Then they come and they say, uh, okay, well this rabbi over here said we really only need three. So what, do, do the two of them accept themselves and they're not on it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like... Yeah, but unless comparison. we're including them as a Besnan, yeah. If, unless we make them actually part of the decision. Are they going to be part of the decision or not? If they have a role in the decisions, and they're part of the Besnan. If they're just there to sit on the side, like some people, uh, like some people feel they are as board members, yeah, <laughs> so then uh, you're not part of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's, it's you, you need bodies, okay? You need it, bodies. It's not an insult to them to be to be asked, right? As if their opinions are uh, taken seriously, it's not an insult. Rabia, what's your question? You're on. You're on mute. It's the father's name. You're back on mute. You're good. What's the problem with the father's name? the The question was if his name was Shmuel Bar Yehuda. How could he be a convert if his father's Jewish with the name of Yehuda? Ben Yehuda. That's right. Oh, Ben Yehuda. Okay. <laughs> Bar Yehuda. So the answer was the answer was his father also converted. He converted, took the name Yehuda and the child converted his name. Is Shmuel. All right, let's just uh, wrap this up. Amar Yehuda, Rav Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda, I would take money um, I would take money from the mouth, meaning that uh, I, I completely trust him like like two Edom. You can say, he, I, would, I would take money from him because of Shmuel Bar-Yehuda gave Edos. You need two Meaning, I would figure out how he's right. This guy is so trustworthy. This tzaddik is so trustworthy. You can't t- take him as two Um But, uh, but uh, you know, if he says something... I would, I would uh, you know, do triple research and kind of change around everybody else's statements. We will hold it here for today. Besom tomorrow, we will pick up from Amar the last two words on our, on our daf, and we're going to learn the source of why a ger should not be sitting on a bezden, uh specifically for chalitza. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody.